and welcome to Superstar Night on Authors on the Air. I'm your host, Pam Stack. We're proud to be part of the Authors on the Air Global Radio Network. Um, my guest tonight is A.L. Vincent. She is um, a writer from Cajun country, Louisiana, although she was born in Oklahoma. Um, she writes a lot of really interesting books and has is involved with a lot of wonderful book deals. So we're going to find out more about A.L. Vincent, Alicia, right now. Welcome to Authors on the Air, Alicia. Thank you for having me. It's my pleasure. Congratulations on your Fleur de Lis series. I, I think that's your signature series, correct? Yes. Tell us a little bit about it and why is it called Fleur de Lis? Well, it started out as a Florida Lee series because it started out as three different women who um, they're going through some hard times, and the Florida Lee actually means the flower of life. So right. that they they're going through these hard times, but you know they come home and they find out they, their own flower of life. So that's why I kind of called it the Florida Lee series. How fun! Um, I want to take you back to a long time ago before you were. A successful author. How did you become interested in books and writing? Oh, I've written since I was like 16 years old, so it's been a while. I, you know, would um, sit in the back of my English classroom and write. You know, I wrote my first novel when I was like 16, so I've been writing wow. forever. Yeah. What were you reading that made you want to write? Um, I fell in love with Essie Hinton. And she kind of inspired me to write because, you know, she was 17 when she published her first book. So that's kind of what got me started. Mm -hmm. Now, um, I was reading your bio and it said you you loved Interview with a Vampire. Um, Mm -hmm. Tell me how that changed your life. Um, well, when I read it, I fell in love with Louisiana. Like I, you know, I knew then that I had to visit and I had to see New Orleans and I had to see all these places that Anne Rice described so vividly. So I ended up coming down here for Mardi Gras one year and it just so happened that I ended up moving down here. Wow. How nice. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. when, when was your first book published and which was the first? Tangled Up in You was the first one that was published, and it was published in 2014. Wow. Um, It's a beautiful cover. I love it. I love um, how you've branded your cover art, and it's absolutely lovely. Who is your publisher? Limitless. They're based out of Hawaii, and they do have some gorgeous covers. Boy, you're not kidding. Do you have any input into what your covers look like? A little bit, yes. Um, You know, we do a a little cover questionnaire, and they send us a proof and ask for our opinion on it. So we do get some feedback on it. Fun, fun, fun. Mm -hmm. Um, So so I want to ask you about your writing. Are you one of those authors who writes every single day, uh, or do you write to a word count or to a time clock? How is your process? It varies depending on how much time I have. <laughs> sometimes ah. I, you know, sometimes I just sketch some ideas down in a notebook to write later. Sometimes I sit down and just I'll be like, okay, I'm going to write 500 words. And then sometimes, especially during the summer, I'm a teacher, so in the summertime I spend a lot more time writing. 
Ah, do your student what? Well, first let me ask you, what age group are your students? I teach high school, so I, and I'm in special ed, so I have all kinds of grade levels and ages. Do they know that you are a successful writer? <laughs> no, I've never told them. Really? That's really? so funny. <laughs> I would, I would think that they'd love to know that. Um, you know, to love to know that their teacher is very well known in the writing community. Well, I just started this new job in August, so it really hasn't come up anyway. So, ah, uh, you're not shy about telling them, are you? Oh, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, are I don't know if your students are the appropriate age for your books or not, but it seems mm-hmm. like um, you have it's an adult trilogy so far. Um, I yeah. also noticed. That you um, that you write in a lot of um, groups with all, you package with a lot of other groups. So um, and at least on your page it says you do. I, I don't know if this is true or not. Um, mm-hmm. A military romance. Oh yes, my series. anthologies. Yeah, yeah. I'm into different anthologies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, craving secrets and craving country. Um, I actually have one of my Florida lead uh, short stories in Craven Country. Huh. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go and buy those because they look so good. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and I love I love your, like I say, the covers of your other books. They're all so beautiful. Um, tell me what you do for fun. It doesn't sound like you have a lot of time because you have a son, don't you? Yeah, but he's, he's 25, so he's out of the house. So how is that? You look like you're 15. I mean, that can't be possible. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Oh. Does he? Mm. Does he know what you do? Does he know that you're a writer also? Oh yes, he loves it, and uh, he, you know, he tends to tell people a lot. He he sold a lot of books for me, so he's he's a good promoter. Interesting. So when you're not teaching and you're not writing, how do you like to spend your time? I love to go to New Orleans, of course. So if I can get away and go to New Orleans and sit in Cafe Du Monde, that's perfect. Yeah, um, I bet. Mm-hmm. I like to cook. Uh, I cook on the weekends a lot. Um, read, of course. And that's probably the three main things. Well, that sounds wonderful. Um, how do you get your story inspiration? I, I'm sure everybody asks you that, but you live in a city that you love. And obviously your stories are based there. Um, are you someone who just kind of lets your mind wander and, a, and an idea will pop into your head? Or, um, you know, how does it happen for you? Or are, we, are you one of those people who sits in Café du Monde and hears people talking and think, hmm, there's a story there? <laughs> yeah, I do that a little bit. I like to watch people and kind of figure out what their story is. So I'll do some of that. Sometimes music, I'll hear like a line from a song, and it'll inspire a storyline. Running on Empty was inspired by an Aaron Lewis song. So, um, yeah, mostly those two things, conversations that I overhear, people that I see, or music. Very interesting. Um, Are you a copious note taker when you are, are out and about in the public? No, not really. You just kind of sticks with you. Do you have a lot of ideas floating around in your head? <laughs> yes. 
this how do, how many. do you know which ones to pick to to write a story for? Well, um, I kind of sometimes do series. I have to kind of figure out where this story would fit in the series, and so that guides a lot of my decisions. And mostly, which ones I think that I could write the most about. Um, now, do you have to read your out. your series in order, or they can they're standalones, even though they're within a theme? Mm-hmm. I would read them in order because. Um, sometimes like the, the, the characters kind of build on each other. You could read them out of order, uh-huh. but I think that it would be uh, more meaningful if you read them in order. Hmm. You mentioned that you have a short story in one of the collections. Mm-hmm. Do you often write short stories or do you prefer writing, um, a full length novel? Like in, when I'm working, I prefer writing novellas and short because I don't have to, you know, devote as much time to those because they're not as long. So in the summertime mm-hmm. is, when I, when it is when I really like to dig in and write the novels. Hmm. Interesting. Um, yeah, well, that makes sense. Uh, you know, lack of time and so on, that would do it for you. Um, what is something we'd be surprised to learn about you? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> well, you 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 have your author page and you have your website and um I'm I'm curious what else what's on not on there that we would want to know. I do write paranormal romances too under a different pen name. So that's something interesting or maybe something somebody would be surprised about. Would you care to share what your pen name is so that we can go and look for paranormal? It's Jolie St. Amant. I'm sorry, say it again. Jolie, like Jolie St. Amant. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. How about that? <laughs> and uh, do you have a preference for for either of those? No, not really. I like them both pretty much. Mm-hmm. My um. My Florida Lee series are a little bit more serious. Um, they got some more serious undertones than my my paranormals, mm-hmm. which are more just fun. You know, they're just fun mm-hmm. to write. Sure. How fascinating. Well, you're in the right city for it, that's for sure. Um, oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah you, you know, the the most haunted city in in the country, I'm, I, I guess, right? And um, <laughs> <laughs> so you have a lot of inspiration there. Um Let's talk about your current release, if you would, please. Okay. So let's talk about this particular book. Um, This book was released in in February, correct? Running on Empty is the current one? Mm Mm-hmm. So tell us a little bit about it. Give us the elevator pitch for this book. Well, Running on Empty is about a woman who – she goes through something pretty traumatic. She decides to go back to Bonchance, which is where she's from, and she's basically running on empty because, um, you know, she just doesn't have anything kind of to, you know, to give. And she mm-hmm. runs into her old high school friend, Gabriel, who has always been in love with her. And it's kind of how her friends and Gabriel help her heal from what happened to her. Interesting. Is Gabriel a love interest? Yes. 
Ah, okay. Well, that's interesting. Um, and then the other books in this series are Tangled Up in You, which is the first one. Will you tell us a little bit about that book, please? And Tangled Up is Emily and Noah's story. Emily, um, Emily lives in Lafayette in the beginning, and um, she's married to an alcoholic who spends all of her money, and he's just a he, you know, he's just not a good thing for her. And so she ends up going back to Blanchance as well, and she runs into Noah, and they were um, high school sweethearts, kind of, and they kind of rekindle their flame, and she opens up her own catering company. Interesting, interesting. Um, and the final part of that, it, the final, I guess the first book was Catch and Release. Mm-hmm. And Catch so and tell us- is- it's I'm a sorry. short little novella, and it's it's um it's a fun little novella. It's actually a Christmas um, story, and it's about Carly, who's who's goofy. She's probably the goofiest character I've written about, and she's trying to find a man in 30 days. So she goes on all these bad dates and all these bad experiences, and you have to find out if she actually finds a man in those 30 days. And it goes <laughs> along with <laughs> 30 dates in 30 days. I'd have to kill myself. <laughs> it wasn't 30 dates, but uh, <laughs> it was some, some really bad dates. <laughs> some bad dates in 30 days. Yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> when you're writing your characters, do you see them before you actually start writing about them? I have like a general idea of the character, but they tend to grow and change as I keep writing. They kind of become their own character. Right. They tell you about themselves. Yes. Interesting. Um, how do you come up with the titles of your books? Um, Tangle Up and You and Running on Empty are song titles. Catch okay. and Release came from a, a dating quote. Is um, Dating is a lot like fishing. I, I forget exactly what it was, but it, Catch and Release is sometimes the best best method. Something like, It's a dating quote. Um, so that's where kind of I get my, my, uh, my titles. Interesting. Interesting. Um, so my next question to you is, um, we, sometimes at the end of my show I do something called Final Five. It's five quick questions and five quick answers. Are you game mm-hmm. to play? Oh, sure. Okay, great. So when, other than being a teacher, if someone asks you what you do, what do you tell them? I'm a teacher and a writer. <laughs> and a writer. Um, mm-hmm. So as a kind of part two on that, why don't you ever say author? I don't know. I guess I, I just always thought writer. I don't know about that. Funny. I don't know. That's funny. Um, mm-hmm. uh, cats or dogs? Dogs. Okay. I'm, I'm going to let you stay on the show anyway. I have five cats. So. <laughs> 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 um, I always think of writers as having a toolbox, something that helps them or things that help them prepare to sit down and write. What is one thing in your writer's toolbox? Um, Story mapping. I have a big piece of paper on my wall, and I put sticky notes for story ideas, and when I get stuck, I have something to go to. And and it helps me keep my storyline in order because I know what happened when. Interesting. Wow, that's a really great idea. Um, Do you know who Cherry Adair is? She teaches um, 
novel writing like that. She's a firm believer in colored sticky notes and mm-hmm. um, characters for plot, for action, you know. Um, you have three books that are interrelated. Do you keep um, a story Bible for your characters? No, I probably should, but I don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just curious because you write under another name too. And so I was wondering if, um, you know, if, if you're going to continue that series and it overlaps, like you were saying, all the stories kind of overlap if, if you need something like that. Um, is there a book or books that you love so much you read them again and again, maybe not in the same year, but you hold on to them and reread them? Oh, my goodness. I have a few. Um, Eat, Pray, Love by Elizabeth Gilbert is one. Um, I used to read the Janet Ivanovich books every summer. Um, Little Women, like I have, a, I have several that I like to reread. Well, you're, you have a diverse... Um, reading taste. Do you read anything in paranormal? In what? In paranormal? Oh, yes. I like um, Heather Graham, and there's a paranormal writer here in Lafayette who has her own paranormal society, and she writes books, and I like to read what she has, too. Interesting. Um, What is the best piece of writing advice someone ever gave you? To keep writing. No matter what, um, just write. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Tell listeners where we can find you on the web, please. I'm on Facebook, Twitter, um, Instagram, Amazon. I'm I'm all over the place. And your author page is? ALVincentAuthor.com. ALVincent. Mm Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Um, Alicia A.L. Vincent, thank you so much for being my guest on Authors on the Air. I wish you so much success with your books. Um, I'm going to go and find your paranormal series now because I'm a big fan of paranormal also. So um, (laughs) I can't wait to read them. Thank you for being with me, and I hope that you and your family have a lovely holiday season. And please come back again. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. And my pleasure. And that's our show right now, folks. I'll be back at seven o'clock with another author for Super Super Duper Wednesday. Thanks very much, and thank you, Mom and Dad. See ya. (laughs) 